1: Lou,
2: the Andrew Wiggins revenge game. Your thoughts? This is what. This is why. This is max contract. O two way. Andrew Wiggins, baby. I mean, look, man. I just was this the best game we've ever seen him play in the Warriors uniform? I think so. Yes. I mean, without a doubt, he looked incredible. I mean, what didn't he do? He made threes. He defended. He went to the rim. Jesus Christ. I mean, sometimes he had good games. Just. Making threes, but today he went to the rim off the dribble. He made a big shot at the end of the game. Bottom stop, baby. Just just all game long, he was just cooking. I, I, shit, Sam. I, I don't have any uh, – I, I, I feel like I don't want to disparage this effort. I mean, this is he's one of the largest reasons why they won this game.
1: Put out in a poster twice. Um, in my opinion, the biggest thing about this game versus the majority of Wiggins' games is he played with force. He got to the rim. He uses athleticism. Honestly, you know, he he hit a bunch of mid-range shots. Those are going to go up and down. But if he gets downhill like this on a consistent basis, you'll never hear a complaint from me, ever. I think that's, like, the big thing, right?
2: I mean – yeah, I mean the threes aren't ever gonna fall. They're not gonna fall consistently. They don't even fall consistently. If you're Steph Curry, right? Like even he has bad shooting games. But you know what you can do consistently is you can you can blow by guys. You can dunk over people. Like those things are consistent on a game to game level. You can do this. Like you know, if you got a four four game week, you should be able to do this at least two three times. So I just I, this is one of those games that I think you know if you're a Warriors fan, you're extremely happy about it. I think there's a little bittersweet that goes along with it too because you're also watching this game and you're like, man, can you imagine if the Warriors get 75% of this guy? You know what I mean? Uh, On a consistent basis and uh, they get clay back and this is a championship favorite team. You know what I mean? Like this is is how great Wiggins looked tonight.
1: Yeah. Um, Other big stories of the game. The biggest one is Draymond left the game. Mid-third quarter, Mm. thigh contusion. I'm not sure it's serious you know, he took a was it Nas Reed or who was it? Who he took a knee to the thigh, looked painful. He was limping off. We don't know if we'll play on Friday, but uh, in general, like thigh contusion, not super serious. Even if he misses a couple of games, as long as it's that, and it's not the knee it's okay. You know, it's like, it's frustrating, but it's, you know, as long as you're avoiding serious injuries, it's okay.
2: Yeah, I um Dr. Narov said it's a two to five day type of thing, depending on how treatment works. Uh Kendra Andrews just Kendra Andrews, don't want to mess the name up, just tweeted that uh Steve said Draymond's quad contusion was nasty, quote unquote. He's got ice on it and should be considered questionable for Friday. So uh, yeah, like you said, it's not gonna be long term. Um the most is he'll probably be out a couple games, but uh I was a little bit worried there, man. I thought it might be the knee. You know how those go. So so good for Draymond.
1: I mean, he was grabbing at kind of the general knee area on limping. So, you know, obviously it's the first thing you think of. I get it. Uh, Anyway, crisis averted. It's just, you know, if if he sits Friday's game, it's probably a more precautionary thing. And, you know, they're 10-1. and They can take precautions right now. The whole point about getting out to a good start and, um, you know, playing with house money is you don't have to play Draymond through an injury in November. Give him an extra day. So be it. If they don't beat the Bulls because of it, It's not the biggest deal in the world because they're 10-1. and The other thing I wanted to mention is when Draymond left the game, that's when Minnesota went on a serious run. Just a reminder of just how great a defensive player Draymond is. The Warriors were kind of lost there on defense for a large chunk until Looney and Iguodala were able to just right the ship for the team kind of down the stretch there. But sometimes I feel like people can take for granted how great Draymond is at just setting up the team defense, like not just his own being everywhere type of thing, but like just keeping the whole team organized. And like when he went out of the game, it's one of those little things you see.
2: Yeah. Um, not a little thing. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. This team isn't going to beat the Bulls unless Steph goes off for 40 on Friday. If Draymond's not going to play, I mean, like I it just, that that's how important he is. We know that this team is the best defense in the NBA right now. Primarily because of Draymond Green. Um, so, he, Kevon Looney, the other uh, on the other hand, was also incredible tonight defensively. So it looks like Kevon Looney just starts seasons very roughly, and then he starts to play a little bit better once he gets into it. I want to point that out because last season he was pretty rough through the first five to ten games, and then from there on out he was pretty solid. So he was good tonight. So all the stuff about why he's been kind of starting and taking his minutes that may still happen, but. As of right now, Sam, Kevon Looney seems to be back to being, you know, the normal Kevon Looney, which is good. The Warriors need that. 11 points,
1: 17 rebounds. That's about as big a game statistically as you're going to get from Looney. Um, also anchored the defense down the stretch without Draymond. Uh, did a, did a pretty, pretty damn good job on Cat all game. In general, Cat was super quiet this game. Anthony Edwards, different story. My God, that was impressive. That guy is yeah. impressive, man just fun to watch a young guy who's that relentless it's kind of we were discussing it during the watch party on playback but like that's kind of your hope for what kuminga can turn into in a year or two uh just like relentlessly getting downhill and using like his strength to just you know force you to make a play on him at the rim over (laughs) and over again
2: i i think a few things number one uh Sam mentioned playback and watch party. So if you're, if you're a light years premium subscriber, um, which, which a lot of people are, um, if you're not, you can go to Sam and I's uh, bio and sign up for light years premium and uh, watch the games live with us. Um, we had a bunch of people watch it with us. We do it every other game or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, your point, your point is taken. I think you think a I also think Wiggins too, right? Like part of Wiggins sure. thing, you know, Wiggins hates Minnesota. We see that when we saw that tonight and, Part of the reason is, is I don't know if it's Minnesota's fault. He just wasn't that type of guy for them. Anthony Edwards has a chance to be the number one guy, the number one score. Um, right now, the, the Wolves, you could just tell, are missing a leader, and he's too young to be that type of leader. But he's not young enough to be downhill and aggressive like that. And, and the reason why Wiggins never excelled there was because he was the number one guy, and he was never that aggressive. Edwards, phew, you mentioned a couple of things I thought was funny. Andre Godala didn't want any piece of Anthony Edwards. You know why? because it's fucking wednesday night and it's a game 10 of the regular season andre godall just wants to win the game and go home and anthony edwards is coming at him full force <laughs> and he's got 40 plus points and andre's just like man this guy is relentless and and i think that's kind of the style that you get from people like steph right like steph is like that kobe was like that all the superstars are like that anthony edwards man
1: yeah definitely anthony edwards um it's more about the mentality, though. You're mentioning Wiggins. Wiggins obviously has the athletic talent to get downhill. But, like, we've watched him for seven or eight years. When has he ever shown the just desire to do it with consistency? Anthony Edwards is trying to dunk on everyone at all times. Uh, and that's why I was mentioning with Kuminga. Kuminga is obviously younger and you know, he's on the rotation and he's definitely like a multi-year project for the Warriors, but it's like the little you watch of him, you're like, that's a guy who looks like he wants to get downhill every play.
3: Yep. Yep.
1: That's pretty much pretty it. Tough. So it's, that's just, that's, that's something, I mean, it was fun to watch a career high 46 for him. That guy's going to be really good for a long time. Anything else we want to hit on in this game?
2: Um, Jordan Poole had a rough one. Um, he he's pretty up and down. I mean, just for all twenty-two year olds, that makes sense. Um, enjoyed that Steve was talking to him on the sideline and letting him play through the mistakes that he's making. I mean, he, the thing is, like Jordan Poole's not a finished product. He's gonna make these mistakes all season, but it's fine, right? Like, you, it's the team's ten and one. If there's ever a time to make these mistakes, it's now. And so I think it, it it's good. It's good that Poole's playing like this and struggling because he's got to get it out of him. It's going to take years to become the type of player that he's going. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I also want to mention Igudala, who you mentioned a little earlier in the show too. It's just kind of like he, he really picked up a lot of the stuff Draymond did when he went out and just like, I think he's probably been the third best player on this team in the early part of the season. And that's just something I did not see coming at all prior to, this is them signing him. Like, I thought he'd be useful for him, but, like, he really does look like the dude he was before he left the Warriors, when he was a lot younger. And I just want to call it out. Another good game from him, you know? Not shooting the ball well, but making smart play when the Warriors were... When the Wolves were making a run down the stretch, who was there to steady the ship, make the extra pass, get the assist to Looney, uh, get an assist to Wiggins? I mean, I thought Wade, I thought Igudala played an excellent game.
2: Yeah, um I'm with you there. And, and not to not to not talk about enough, but Wiggins made a huge mid-range jump shot there to to kind of stem the tide. It was one of those moves where you're like, You're gonna I'm gonna shove you off. I'm gonna get to my eight foot jumper and that's money. I mean it's it's easy to and that was gorgeous, uh, Wiggins. Another one, uh GP two. Um we let's let's we gotta talk about him because uh a couple flash plays there. With the dunks that he's having, he's basically the role guy, the rim-running role guy at this point in his career. I mean, at this point in his role on the team, which I think is funny, since we thought that was mm-hmm. going to be wise. And, um, he looks incredible. Uh, GPT looks incredible. And uh, I could see him closing games. I can see him starting games, especially if Draymond doesn't play. I could see him out there. So, whew. Yeah. And then finally, the last thing we got
1: we to call out is Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is just having an excellent, excellent season. I think he's in love with this roster. I think he loves the fact that he has all these different lineup options. I mean, they are—they feel in some ways like the Spurs of like eight, nine years ago, where you're just like, dude, I don't know what lineup Pop's going to pull out. He's got like 15 guys. He's comfortable throwing all of them in every situation. In some ways, that's how this feels. You know, it's like Otto Porter be elites. At one point in the second quarter, he went with Steph. GP2, Igudala Otto, and Bielitsa. So, like, two shooting bigs, two slashers off the wings, and Steph. And it's just kind of like, that's kind of how this uh, this roster is constructed. Like, obviously, we know who the main guys are. That's Steph and Draymond. But everyone else plays often. Everyone else has, you know, they have their nights. Tonight was Wiggins' night. Looney actually had an excellent game, too. Um, other nights is Jordan Poole. Other nights, it's, uh, it's Bielitsa or Otto. Um, shout out Steve Kerr. just in general, just elite vibes around this team, the entire way through, just
2: the entire Strengthen, way through strength, the numbers, baby. Um, I'm with you. This is a, uh, this is the type of team he envisioned coaching when he first went to the Warriors, which is why I keep comparing it to 14, 15. Um, I don't know if they have the upside, but damn man, just the IQ, the shooting, the passing uh this team is uh man yep they're they're built to play together this way, and you can see the type of fun that they're having uh with those guys like g p Wiggins smiled the most today i've ever seen him smile, which you love to see it. I feel like Wiggins never seems happy enough it's just it's great to see him out there happy and then and then the rest of the team is just i don 't know it's this is a team that looks like uh Even if they don't win a championship, which is obviously what you want, they are, uh, what are they, the most fun team we've watched since 2016-17? Gotta be. Gotta be. Just objectively in the regular season.
0: It's incredible. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All
1: right, let's open this up to some callers. Let's make it a short one tonight to the goons ryan what's up man? what's
4: up pod boys
1: (laughs) how's it going man
4: good good uh that game just showed how valuable draymond was to me just he goes out and all of a sudden the defense uh turns into mush and for the people who were saying trade draymond this game is the example of why you don't trade draymond because your defense literally turns into one of the worst in the nba in my opinion and then uh, secondly, I'm off any cat trades. Show some pride, bro. You got punked by Kavon Looney. Come on. I mean, well,
1: no. Okay, I disagree on that one. Andy, why don't you give your cat take? I know you have stronger cat take than me. Uh,
2: yes, I do. I do, And I, I love cat um, because I feel like he's super talented. I, I don't view him as a number one option. I, I think he kind of also doesn't view himself as a number one option so much. He's playing on a team that is just so incredibly low IQ um they're just not uh, how many times do we have to watch d not pass him the ball when he drives how Anthony Network's as great as he is how many times do we have to see him go head down and not get cat into the game like it's hard to be the big man and initiate an offense in today's NBA and I just feel like he's on a team that just more often than not they're getting shots for themselves rather than getting shots for him and I don't think that's how you get your best player involved in a game so Look, it's hard for someone like Kat to do that. And he's also not that type of outspoken type of guy. So I genuinely feel bad for him. I think he needs to get out of there and become someone and become on another team. So, you know, I I agree with you. I think he's super talented, but he's just not going to be the leader of a team.
1: Um, All right, let's keep moving. Mikas, what's up, bro? I'm currently watching Tyler Hero fumble an inbounds pass on a beautiful. Yeah, air I know. <laughs> would, I thought he
2: would make it. Oh, LeBron's man.
1: dressed like a safer politician, Kim Jong Un, in this game. It's a lot of fun. That um, <laughs> uh, was a great game. I really enjoyed it. I uh, hope Draymond's okay. I'm looking at our uh, schedule. Oh, my God. Make your free throws. Come on, Devin. Make your free throws. Sorry. Uh, we're getting our schedule. In, in 30 games, uh, December 23rd, when it's projected that Clay may come back. That would be 169 games since we have seen Clay Thompson play a game for the Golden State
2: Warriors. What uh, do we think our record is by then? If we're currently ten and one, that's 19 games away, and uh, or 20. It's 20. No, it's 19 games exactly. What's our record when
1: Clay returns? And Steph is currently on pace for 5.2 threes a game, meaning if he plays all the games this season, he'll break his uh, three-point record by about 23s. Wow. Do we think that Steph breaks 402 this year? Or do we not? What are our takes on those two things? Wow, those are great questions. So, okay, so what's the Warriors' record at 30 games? Andy,
2: I gotta look. I gotta look at the schedule. I I, I have. I I know it gets tougher, so I can't put a guess on it. But why don't we say if everyone's relatively healthy when he comes back, they're ten and one right now. Twelve and thirteen and seven. So what? Twenty three and eight. If the math is right, like something around there, I, I think, I think is reasonable with the way that, but again, I got to look at the schedule.
1: Yeah. Without looking at the schedule. Okay. They're going to go on an East coast road trip. They'll probably drop a few games just because travel does that to you. Um, 10 and one. Honestly, even if they go 500 over the next 19 games, that's 20 and 10. So I think you're, you're correct. Like 22 to 23 wins. I don't want to say it should be expected, but like they, sh- you know, I would, I would expect them to be over twenty wins. Is basically what it comes down to at this point. Yeah. They've gone yeah. off to such a good start that like twenty and ten would almost feel like a letdown. Right. After what right. they say, um, right. so I'm, you know, what, I'm going to say, I'm going to say twenty two. That's my number. You say twenty three. We'll yeah. set the line at twenty two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now does Steph hit four hundred two? I'm going to go with no. I just don't think he's going to place. That season, he played um, 79 games, I want to say. I just don't think he's going to play that many games. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he hit more threes per game, but I just think he's going to, particularly if they continue on his pace, Steve Kerr, they're not going to play him 78, 79 games.
2: Uh, you're right. I just, I hadn't thought about that part because what what I was thinking of is Steph is shooting a lot of threes. I I, I understand that. There, anytime you shoot threes, it's a good three. He is shooting a lot of threes. And I think part of that is the reason why he's going to break his own record this season. Um, I think near the end of the game, I almost wanted Steph to to go. He drove it into the lane and then kicked it to the corner and then got it back and shot a three. And I'm sitting there like, hey, Steph, like eight foot floater, not a bad shot in that situation. But, you know, he is the greatest shooter uh, uh, and one of the greatest scores of all time. But uh, yeah, I think he's going to break his record. I think he's on a mission here and he's going to win his third MVP.
1: Third MVP. I'm I'm more likely to say third MVP than breaks for it too. I just, (laughs) you know, that's, that's just, he's so over stats. I'll just put it that way. I think he's over the, um, you know, but then again, it's Steph. If he sees, if he sees he's close to it with like 15 games left, he's going to gun for it. So yeah, it's not out of the realm. All right, let's keep moving. Bernardo. What's up, man?
3: Hey guys. So I think it's realistic for the for the Warriors to go twenty five and five or twenty four and six because the schedule is doesn't get tougher into the second half of the season. Like it gets tougher, but it doesn't get that much tougher. So that's it. And and then I have a couple things. So. Uh first of all, Clay Thompson, Clay against Portland and Houston in the playoffs, Clay was alone against without Steph for a couple games, right? And he was by far the best player on the court. Like by far he, he he guarded Lillard for most of the, those those games and he was the best offensive player in the team. And it's like I don't get people thinking that play is going to get back and not be good at all defensively, because he's just so intelligent. He does so many good things defensively that I don't get him people thinking that he's not going to come back and be at least serviceable defensively. And now they have Wiggins and Igadala, so they don't need him to be prime play defensively, and then offensively, like he's one of the top two f- five shooters of all time. Like I don't get this. And then the last thing, what is the over under for the Warriors right now for the rest of the season?
1: You mean has it? You mean has it changed? I haven't actually checked. In your
3: opinion, like. Oh okay. Oh. What, what do opinion, you think okay. it's reasonable that you, you like? If the Warriors win 60 games, would you, would you be shocked? Like, something like that.
2: Yeah. See, they're not. Well, Bernardo, thank you. I wouldn't
1: be shocked if they got to 60 anymore. I no. had them at 51 in my in our preseason pot preview. I thought they'd clear the over. I thought they'd be 3-4 seed. Now, looking at just how deep they are and kind of how – they just have a formula, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the – they feel very Spursy to me, where it's like I, 62, 58. Like none of that's out of the
2: realm, as long as like Steph and Draymond stay relatively healthy. It, it, it's like, but like, I'm with you, and like the Spurs, they're going to have to figure out that gear in the postseason. Do they have that upper end gear? Because the Spurs sometimes didn't. Right now, we're we're going ahead of ourselves. But you're talking about a regular season formula of they have veterans, they have a system, they're smarter than other teams, and they defend they're going to win 50 plus games. Like that's the formula they're going to win. And they have Steph, they have Draymond, they're going to have Clay. They're going to win 50 plus games for the next three seasons. The real, real question is, is that court good enough to beat your Denver Nuggets, your Phoenix Suns, your Lakers, right? Come the, come the Western conference semis. So yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair, it's a fair assessment.
1: Yeah. Um, and to his point on Clay's defense, Oh yeah. The gen- a, the general worry is players tend to recover slowly laterally with those lower body injuries. So I I do agree with this point that like well, I think Clay will be intelligent. I just think that I think his ability to guard guys on
2: island will probably be the last thing that comes back for him. Well the wor- the worry <laughs> is that he's coming back from an ACL and an Achilles and we've never yeah. seen anyone come back from a freaking ACL and an Achilles, right? Like you come back from one and everybody points out KD and you're like, "Okay, cool, KD comes back and he looks amazing." He was also 15 months past that and now he's another year past that, and he came back from right. one injury. Clay is coming back from an ACL and then the Achilles. He hasn't played in almost 50 years. Like it's Look, we all love Clay. I'm going to fucking cry when he comes back. We got to see. We got to see. We don't know. Well, what's up, dude?
5: Man, uh, just stoked at uh, what we just witnessed, boys. Um, another big win, 10-1. and 1. Uh, This is the loony Mount Rushmore game for me. Uh, 17 boards, played incredible against Towns, loved what I saw from him. Um, who would have guessed that uh, Wiggins and Ubre both went for 35-plus tonight? Just a, a random thing there. Um, <laughs> question I got for you guys, man, is, is this the best we've seen Draymond play defensively through a like to start the year or just maybe even a stretch of his career? I mean, this is getting close to where he's at before that injury. I was loving everything I saw. Sam, I saw you posted a stat today showing all the defenders and how they were field goal percentage wise. And he's holding defenders to 35% uh, from the field on 10 attempts a game. And most of those are around the rim.
1: Given he's guarding big
5: men, is this the best you've ever seen Draymond play defensively?
1: It's the best I've seen him play to open a season since about 2015 16.
2: But the, 2000, 2015, yeah, I was gonna yep. say, like,
1: this is yep. he looks like a uh, pre every injury on the books <laughs> during the dynasty year, Draymond. So I, <laughs> I think the engagement factor and just coming out like just the best version of Draymond possible. It's it's uh, you know it, it, that's what I would say.
5: Love it. NBA is drunk tonight. Kaminsky even got thirty
2: plus. So <laughs> I, I want to point that. Thanks, nice Will. Call it. I, I love I love what Will and he calls it because he's genuinely always so happy. The NBA is fucking awesome right now. Um, I got home today from the gym at like five thirty, six o'clock, and I turn on and there's like three games I want to watch. And uh, it's just incredible. I mean, there's been so many years, Sam, that you look at the Eastern Conference and I'm like, I'm not watching the fucking Wizards again, dude. Like, I'm not watching the Knicks. Nowadays, you're like, holy shit, I'm going to turn on and watch the Cavs. Toronto, even though they're rebuilding, looks incredible. Scotty Barnes looks amazing. Like, You can turn on any
1: team. Yeah. Do you agree with me that the East is just more exciting than the West these days? 100%. 100%. It kind of actually works out nicely for us because, like, it doesn't matter who's playing at 7 p.m. We're going to watch the Warriors game. So, so I'd rather have like right. my flip around, I can't decide what game, be the early games anyway. It used
2: to, yeah, like, it used to be but, super annoying it, when all the good games were at the same time as the Warriors game. <laughs> but like even and, and I'm with you. Like Even nowadays, you look at the Western Conference, Like we know who Portland is. I don't need to watch a single Portland game. Utah, I don't have to watch a single Utah game. I know who they are. The Clippers, even if Kawhi was healthy, I know who they are. I don't have to watch them. Right, but the Eastern Conference—you're watching so many of these teams, and you're like, "Well, I got to watch Lamelo, right? I got to watch Evan Mobley. Like, I got to, I got to see, I got to see the Wizards. Are they for real? Oh, like, Jaws playing? I want to catch that. Yeah, no, I right, get, especially Jaws. Ja, yeah,
1: I get yeah. what you're saying. No, there's a there's a dearth of interesting young teams who just happen to always play in the earlier time slots. And that's just like my anecdotal huh. thing. But yeah, no, I agree with you. There, it's it's fun right now. It's a fun time yeah. to be an NBA fan. Yeah. All right, keep moving. David, what's up, my
4: man? <laughs> Homies, let's fucking go. <laughs> what's up, man? What's up, everyone, bro? we got to get more excited, fellas. We're talking long term. <laughs> we should have lost that game. <laughs> that was a fucking close game. <laughs> I was I was about to come on yesterday and get real with everyone and say, oh, guys, we're good, sure, but I don't know if we're a championship team. And I'm still not saying that we are, but – a lot of teams lose games like that tonight. And that was a gutty win. I like the Otto Porter three down the stretch. And Andy, you pointed out yep. that eight-foot jumper from Wiggs. We just need like one or two of those in the fourth quarter. But obviously, we know he won't fucking Wiggins. But <laughs> 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 once every five games and some shit. But anyways, I just want to say excited for the team. It was a great win. And I also want to say, guys, this is the real NBA. People, they're playing basketball. 82 times a year, people are gonna get knee in the thigh and miss a couple games. Like the Warriors aren't gonna win as many games as people might think, given the run, because this is the real NBA. They're not the Dynasty Warriors, they might come back to it sooner, maybe. But they're still they're, like they're human. They're gonna they're gonna catch us, they're gonna catch a slump eventually. But if they beat the Bulls, oh fuck. If they beat the Bulls man, <laughs> I don't know that's a fucking that's a fucking feat if they'd be in so I don't know go dubs <laughs> thanks for having me on
1: appreciate david. you man we need a, that was a we great david, call we
4: need david to call it more i uh <laughs> that was incredible
2: uh man.
1: two more to get to when we call a night landon what's up
6: hey uh first time caller long time listener I love what you guys do um, yeah. my question is uh if you guys are or ex- er, really surprised by how the team started. I look at the schedule. I'm not really surprised at the record, but I'm really surprised at just how good we look. So I'm wondering how uh, a little bit little, of surprise you guys are at right now. Um,
1: 10 being shocked, 1 being 0. I'll say 6. I thought this team had a chance to – I thought this team was better than last year's team, and I thought they had a chance to have a strong start. Did not have them boat racing the league 10 and one with kind of like, <laughs> I mean, they really do look dominant. There's no other way around it. Like, I, you know, at, at some point it'll, at some point they'll play some better teams, but like exactly. they're I would have thought eight and three, you know, I would have thought like they'd look good, but not like this dominant. So like a little
2: surprise for me. I have a take about the schedule. As you all know, I predict it nine and one because I'm a I'm a fucking prophet. But also I don't understand this thing that people are saying where oh the Warriors played a weak schedule. We we, let's let's make sure that they play tougher teams. People play weak teams and lose to them all the time. It's an 82 game season. The Heat are 7-4. and four. The Bucks are 6-6. Six and six. Now they have issues why they have that record. But, like, teams lose all the time to mediocre teams. The fact, like you said, that the Warriors are absolutely boat racing teams by 20, 40, like, that's a contender. Like, I don't care if they're playing bad teams. You still got to beat them. The Lakers have lost to the Thunder twice. Like, I, 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 it's still a predictor for them being a good team. And then and the other thing is, if and when the Warriors lose to good teams, like, shit, they might lose to the Bulls, they may lose to the Nets coming up, doesn't mean that they're not a contender. Like, we've seen this team win big games as long as they've got Steph, Draymond, and Clay. And Clay's going to be back in a month. So I I think what we're seeing now tells me that this team is firmly in contention. We can argue whether they should be favorites or not. They probably shouldn't be. But Sam, like, they're a top three team in the West. Like, that's what we've seen so far far this season. And the schedule hasn't changed that just because it's weak.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it- like you said, it's the fact that they are beating these weaker teams handily that is a sign that they're good. Like if they were, yes, if, if they were eking out wins against OKC right. and stuff like that with you know final possession stuff, then I'd be like, maybe a little bit of fool's gold. Maybe they'll come right. down to earth. But right. all signs point to this being a really good team, and I don't see any reason that they can't continue to kind
2: of uh out wins at a pretty high clip playing this way no yep, no yep. um friday night chicago Bulls. sam and i are going to be there um oh this is going out on, on the feed so sam if people are going to be at the game we're going to be pregaming at the bar across the street beforehand so feel free to slide by and uh and get a beer with us it's going to be a big game hopefully draymond plays oh we got mick walter i thought we were heading we, out perfect yeah we got mick walter to send us off
1: for perfect, the night perfect. what's up mick walter
2: Sorry about that. I oh, was, no. <laughs>
1: sorry
6: we oh, about that. My, someone called at the same time you put me on. It's hilarious. Um, hey, great game. Um, hey, everyone, sign up for Lightyear's Premium, man. You got to get in there. You got to get on the playback. There's some good stuff chatting. I threw out an astrological thing for Wiggins, which was totally wrong, and I'm going to explain myself. He's actually a, a stupid two-way fish that's a Pisces, and it explains literally everything about him. He can't make up his mind on stuff. He's wishy-washy. He runs away from problems. There's a whole slew of things that he tries to avoid conflict, and it makes it worse. Like, we all saw that from the vaccine. You know, craziness. But when he gets into something, he can get into something, and he can have this huge emotional outburst, which is what we saw today. He hates the Timberwolves. He definitely hates Cat and tried to hammer some shots home <laughs> on him. And it's freaking great. I know a bunch of Pisces are like that, or, like, the most wishy-washy people I possibly know. So this, like, totally makes sense now. I should. Put this up mm-hmm. sooner but hey, a great start to the season we gotta love what the dubs are doing who cares like schedule wise weak soft they're all weak looking weak now like i said last time because we beat them all and if we keep beating them all the schedule will continue to look the, like softest schedule because we keep beating everyone um that's just the way it works and i'm looking forward to even without draymond the, the warriors putting a smackdown on the bulls because Really, what is Vooch going to do with a, a smaller person like Porter or be at least driving right by him? We're going to play that guy <laughs> off the court. It's going to be great. <laughs> I agree with you, Mick.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Mick Walters. I want to hit one thing before we get out of here. I agree with him. This, people are going to say the schedule is weak if you keep winning because they're always going to be like, well, you're, you're better in these teams. Like, you know. That's kind of part of it. I do think the one thing that will change, they've had an eight game homestand. You don't usually get eight games at home with like no real back to backs. What gets tougher is when you get on the road and guys are tired and you're in jet lag and stuff like that. That's where the problems come. But with that said, they got the depth. It shouldn't like, that's the type of thing that leads to like a couple extra losses. Not like you falling apart. If you're a good team, you'll be fine. Yep. All right, man. Appreciate it. See you guys later.